happy Easter, everyone. Everyone had a good um, one so far and uh, hopefully mocks the pain of yesterday, shall we say. But um, good evening, as always. Uh, this is TMA Sunday Night Live with the Pidge, the young man, Daniel Dean, and Canadian Darren in attendance, as always. Uh, three amigos, I think we've been called worse, but I, I think we'll, we'll probably have that for the time being. Right, just remember, as ever... This is the podcast that you are controlling. You are choosing the topics and we will discuss them. This is for you, you the fans. You get your say as much as possible. We will, as always, uh, we'll flash up every single comment, but we will we'll try and read out every single one as well. So do bear with us if we do accidentally miss out uh, shouting yours out. Right, okay. So um, first one up, Adam Holloway said, why is Duxbury picking the squad? He wants got, uh, Goslin, Cleverly and Kukta in next season, according to closed meeting notes. Uh, so that's been out a couple of days. Uh, Darren, mate, uh, what do you make of that, um, I'm not saying revelation, but the um, news coming out that he he's sort of um, hoping that a couple of these players might stay on? Yeah, I, it's a concern for me. I mean, this is really the first I've heard about this, and that's because, uh, for me, um, number one, Duxbury or anyone in that kind of role shouldn't have any involvement at all as to what what goes on on the field and who stays at the club to, to that point as in trying to influence. I think looks like we're going down. I mean, it's not mathematical yet, but we're very... Yesterday was another big step in the wrong direction. Um, yeah, I think Goslin would still be good as a championship player, but I, I don't know. I mean, it's a long, hard slog, that league, and it's a good league. You know, people, people who've support clubs that have been in the top flight for many years that kind of have a snobbish attitude to the championship. But I love it because it's good football. There's a, there's a bit of flair with a bit of hard graft as well. So for me, um, I, I'm genuinely concerned for next season because not only do I think we're going down, but I don't know what kind of a squad we're going to have. I think for me, it's been three horrible years, really. We got relegated two years ago. Last year, although we came back up, empty stadiums was just like a... It was kind of soulless, you know, nobody's fault, but just a tough, tough time. And then we got up and we had all these promises and it's just fallen flat. So for me, I think um, we need a few younger, well, the squad in general, I think Dino was saying this the other week, we need a few extra young players coming into this team. Uh, we've got too many older guys, in my opinion. I don't know. How about you, Dino? Yeah, well, I do believe he's running the squad because how terrible it is. I can't believe Hodgson keeps picking this squad and so many young players. I don't want any of these old boys next season. It's no disrespect to them, but, you know, what makes you think they're good enough for the championship? It's it's not an easy league. There's plenty of eager players trying to get into the Premier League. It don't just stay with us, one or two teams. There's about six or seven. And, you know, he obviously ain't got a fucking clue because he's terrible. He really is bad, Duxbury. What I watched yesterday was, God, bloody hell, I had a 10-year-old in two seats in front of me telling them what to do, and that proves how far we have fallen at the moment because we really are bad at everything, really. Even at one all, you know, we had a little, we had a good little run. But be honest with you, I've said this to Ray, who was sitting next to me. You know, I don't think they got out of second gear till we scored that equaliser. They didn't bother at all. You know, we were absolutely shocking. And I'm sorry for Guffcart, Clever, they've all got to go. I, you know, I don't care if we don't come straight back up next year. I've said this before. I don't 
I'd rather stay in there for a couple of years mucking about with temp, bringing in youngsters. I, you know, I'm sick to death of it. I'm sick to death of the excuses. It's one of the worst, well, it is the worst record in history now. That says it all. Yeah. I, I can't believe the Potsos keep him on. They're the ones paying for this. And why don't they just tell him to get lost? Or let a manager come in and actually run the bloody team because I'm getting sick of seeing all these young players on the bench and not even getting 10 minutes. You know, we wait you till God, what the 78th minute to do a sub yesterday again. It's, it's bloody ridiculous. And the marking, don't get me started on that zonal marking. Three times when I was there, I was screaming at them, four people marking there. And on three occasions, two bloody players just standing on the edge, no one marking them. If they contact that, it's a goal, but that's been happening all season. You you teach, like I said, that first goal is the worst, probably the worst goal I've seen at Watford in a long time, that first goal. <laughs> no movement, just one flick on Edder and a tapping when we've got seven, eight players in there and they're marking nothing. Now, it's a joke and it's, like Darren said, it is alarming for next season if we're going to keep all these old players. It's, it's not good. No, no, and I think... Answering Adam's point again with with what you guys have said, uh, those all three of them, if I was them, they would they need to go. Um, Kuchka, uh, you know, I praised him yesterday quite rightly for his effort. I thought he was not excellent, but the the application and effort, I couldn't fault him for that yesterday. He put himself about a bit and showed just a bit bit of passion that we expect to see, but. You know, I'll give him his due. I thought I was impressed with his attitude yesterday. So it's a shame he had another nine or ten passages alongside him um, with lacking that sort of kind of effort and attitude. But, um, if you know, if we got three or four that would have applied what he did, he wasn't fantastic on the ball, but he, he tried to cover every blade of grass. And what we we say every Sunday about Kuchka, He's one of those Sunday league players. If you're gonna if you're gonna play crap, put in a shift, and no matter how crap he plays, he puts in a shift. So Absolutely. you can't really, you know. I've I've said that all season. That's one thing he will do. Um, yeah. So put plenty of people on already. Uh, Harry Newman. Let's chat about how awful we are. We're trying to skip um, through that, mate. But we have um, we will make uh, slight references to how bad we are, Harry. So I promise you, we will try for you. Um, yeah, we got uh, hey guys, we got evening guys as well. Hope everyone has had a good Easter. That's from the Mr. Halsey, um, Canadian Darren's number one fan of the beer of the week. And maybe is it wine of the week this week, or is it going to be beer? We yeah. bring it back beer. I'll, I'll get a wine in a minute. <laughs> it's it's a change up. We don't want to see the same things on the um on the show. So it's it's wine of the week. Right, okay, so um, Duxbury shouldn't be anywhere near a board, any boardroom. Uh, we've got Hey Leds, or Lads, sorry, um, Happy Easter. Yeah, just um, reiterate once again, hopefully everyone's had an amazing Easter. So happy Easter, everyone. Uh, Stuart Higgins, evening, boys, needs a complete clear out. Ian Hiles, completely agree, mate. Ian Hiles, um, so to be fair, uh, hats off to Duxbury and Watford FC for a welcome to Larry. That's one thing I will give Duxbury credit for. I think he's in a complete clown, but at least Harry... Um, Larry, sorry, at least Larry got, um, you know, looked after well by the club yesterday. So, you know, when it goes wrong, I will complain, but fair play. I'll tip me out off to that moment that Larry, um, who was took on well a few weeks ago and he um, suffered so a cardiac incident, shall we say, um, at one of the games. Uh, yeah, he's he looks fit, he looks well. 
Um, don't necessarily know him personally, but you know, I have seen him in and around the club, and he looks he looks in good nick. He looks on the mend. Uh, so, I'll, but yeah, well done, well done. I'll give him the due. Well, well done to the club for giving him giving him the VIP treatment um, yesterday, and he looked like he enjoyed it as well. So, absolutely brilliant. And uh, I know a certain legend. Um, rung him up straight away and has been constantly ringing him up to um, see how he was. So no prices for guessing who I'm, who I'm mentioning there. Uh, right. We've got Ryan Duran. I'm, I'm certainly now Duxby fan. Um, no, I'm certainly no Duxby fan far from it, but I don't think he's uh, picking the team um, weekly. Surely if he was one of many, many managers would have had said something. Yeah, no, that could be a good point, mate. It may be true. Um, with all th- leads to an influence in uh, from the boardroom. It might, but like Ryan says, it may not be Duxbury. Um, don't get funny, Danny. Um, hello, people. We've got as well Malcolm Williams from YouTube. He says if we put the young kids in and against City and get beat by five or more, how will it will it affect them? I think it's a slow progression. But I'll put that to you, boys, before we get to the next topic. Um, I think you both uh, did mention about say, the likes of Shackford and a few more youngsters need to be brought in. Would you like to see um, at least Shackford playing or starting next game or get at least a cameo? And do you think it's a similar sort of thing that what um, GT did at the end of the... or more to the end of that season in 99-2000 where we brought in these youngsters to prepare ourselves for the championship? That would be um, the way I Go on, Dino. Go on, mate. Yeah, against City to put them in there would be a bit, be a bit harsh. To be fair, it wouldn't hurt bringing a couple on with ten, fifteen minutes. But you, you, I don't mind other teams, but City are one of the elite teams, and to put youngsters into the Lions' den, let's say, because they're going to be pissed losing their semi and they're chasing the league. I think it would be way too much for them. In all honesty, to give them ten, fifteen minutes wouldn't hurt them whatsoever. But to put any player to start them against City, I just think it would be too much for them. They wouldn't touch the ball, in all honesty. It's nothing disrespect to them. It's just how good City are. But like I said, give them 10, 15 minutes wouldn't hurt. That wouldn't hurt at all, because let's be honest, the game would be well lost by then. I'm, I'm not being a defeatist. I'm just being a realist here. Anyone thinks we get anything out of City, you need your head tested because we can't compete with Leeds or Brentford. So, you know, to go against City, one of the best teams in the world... They're going to starve us of the ball and we're going to get tired and it will be. People think it's going to be five or six nil anyway of our first team, let's be honest. Yeah, no, I, I agree there with Dean. I think having a couple of the younger lads around the squad would be good and, yeah, give them a bit of a cameo. Mate. But, yeah, Man City are just, you know, unfortunately, the way the Premier League is going now, you're getting a couple of absolute elitist clubs. You know, the, the gap between them, say, and Villa or something is just massive, right? So it's going to be, you know, going to be tough. But I do like the idea of starting to bring youngsters in and around. I think we've got to do a lot more of it. Um, it's something the club's been lacking for quite some time. So, yeah, keep, get a couple around and, and just see, just for that match day big time experience. It's got to be a good thing for them, you know? 
Yeah, uh, Dino, mate, by the way, most blokes would get pissed off if they lose a semi as well, mate. So I'd just like to point that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I expect to be a bit pissed off after that, fella. Um, but look, look all <laughs> it's a bit hard to take, isn't it, mate? Uh, but look, all jokes aside, mate, um, I would like to see Shaq Ford get a ca decent cameo um, next week. I, I agree it's going to be it's gonna be too much to think. And, and it's a good question from Malcolm. Good point by Malcolm made that it'd be too much to have four or five of them because four or five of them ain't been around the squad all season. But I'd certainly like to see um, Mr. Ford uh, get a few minutes. Um, definitely, uh, it, like you said, and I'll put, touch upon Angela's point as well, will we win against Man City? And if you don't mind, guys, I'll start with that. There's always there's always that very, very small chance it could happen. It's not very, very highly unlikely. It's not impossible, but... Uh, like you said, in all probability, the game should be over by by possibly half-time, if not 20, 30 minutes to go. So why not bring him on? Just say, look, go out there, enjoy it. We're not expecting anything. Play your usual game, you know, and let's, let's see how, how you do. If he comes in and, you know, puts in a decent performance, that could um, fire him up for the uh, remaining games. We might see a few more cameos from him, but... Um, yeah, Dina, Dina, you pretty much answered it, but I'll let you answer it anyway because Angela's put it up, so we'll make sure we answer that. But um, um, I have to say, will we win against Man City, mate? No, no chance in hell. I know I know there is. It's never impossible. It's absolutely right. We can do it, but this team can't do it. That defeat to Brentford has completely and utterly deflated them now. That's, you know, to not even hold out for the frigging point was a joke, I tell you. We weren't great, but I think we deserved a point in all honesty, but for confidence-wise, Ben Foster said it, they're so low. And to lose that game now, that's definitely completely and shattered. And they won't admit that, but that has. And like I said, you're coming against City. They're definitely in top six teams in the world. Probably not the top, but they're in the top six. And for keeping the ball, let's be honest, if we get nil-nil at half-time, that'll feel like a victory to me because... I said they got Liverpool up their backsides. They need a goal difference. They're not going to have any pity on us, I can tell you. And how many mistakes we do, they will take nine out of ten of their mistakes. We're not going to get away with it. We ain't got away with it all season. And we're just not good enough. We're absolutely a dreadful team. I don't want to put the downer on it, but if anyone <laughs> thinks we're going to beat them, you know, fair play to you. you know, good luck. It can happen, but it's not going to happen. So, definitely not. Darren, mate, do you reckon? We'll, or do you reckon there's a there's a cat and owls chance, or you reckon this is um, foregone conclusion in your eyes? I think it is not beyond the total impossibility to get a draw, but I really can't see it. I just think, you know, look how well City played in midweek at hair pulling Athletic over Madrid. Right, they're just a very, very, very fine team. Like anyone from there squad will walk straight to our club. So I, I don't see it. I think the, the most important thing is we don't get like a six or seven nil. I mean, confidence is pretty shot anyway. And Foster even said, look, next up is Man City and we know how tough that's going to be. So they're already wary of that. But to me, I mean, just what I don't get, yes, it was very cruel losing, losing in the last minute yesterday, but how the hell... Foster said in his interview, all week they talked about how important this Brentford game was. How do you come out flat? How do you, second half they were better, I give him absolute credit for that, but how the hell do you come out flat again on such an important game? 
it's just it's just awful and it really does remind me of a season two years ago you know when Pearson was here the first 45 minutes as much as I like Pearson every game we kept coming out flat and then you're chasing the game you know and, and I know Fozzie said yeah well we're a goal down and we can play with a bit more freedom to me that's just trap you do you play with that mental free you've got to get a result so uh yeah, yeah City I think I'll probably I don't know Maybe three nil, something like that, and I would, I would be, I would probably settle for that, which is awful to say, but I just can't see where we could get any anything from. You know, it's a very, very tough watch at the moment. Really is. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is, mate. And uh, the more um, positive amongst our supporter base is uh, struggling to find um, positives um, coming out of here. They're more than more than happy, you know, more than entitled to do that as well. But I think everyone's struggling at the moment. But um, look, it, you know. We we provide a miracle and do something, or we go down next season. We'll be back, fresh in, impetus, no matter where we live or how many games we go to. It's irrelevant. We'll all be there, hoping and willing that the team will um, team will win some more games or win more than two in a two in a home season. Put it that way. Um, we don't didn't say at the start of the show, but just remember we are proud and honoured to be in association with the. Watford former uh, Watford Football Club, former players club fronted by Watford's favourite son, Luther Blissett, and also 1984 FA Cup final left-back Neil Price. Pricey, as everyone knows him, uh, head on over to facebook.com forward slash tailor-made players. Fantastic work by Luther, Pricey, and many, many others in the in and around the community, especially as recently you've seen uh, Luther's fantastic work for the Ukrainian fund as well. Uh, so head on over to, like I said, once again, facebook.com forward slash TaylorMade players. Show much love and like the page. Um, so, yeah, thank you to Luther and Pricey and all, uh, all of them for letting us be in association with you lovely people. Right, okay, so Ryan Darren said next next manager, and we've got plenty of comments, so I will, actually, before we go back to the, uh, go to the next manager um, ones, guys, let me just quickly read out a few. We've got, um, don't think the owners and our board are going anywhere, but the culture has to change. They've got it right before, so we all can hope for this. Uh, they go back to, to before the cup final. Um, also said, I would like to see a new head coach have a few games in the Prem if possible, so that's like, a bit like... Um, what Dino's saying as well, move out Roy and bring in new head coach who at least he can see um, what, he's, what he's got to work with um, before the end of the season, possibly blood a couple of youngsters in that mix, but there you go. Halsey, it'll be great for us to spring a surprise against City. That's the sort of daft thing Watford do once in a while. Um, we've also got no, no, no. <laughs> I think it's one of our um, things. Um, if we keep them to 2 we've had a good game. Uh, Ryan saying no player in um, in our squad would even make City's un of City's twenty three man squad probably the under twenty three. He's let under twenty three man squad. Literally no player in our team is good enough to play at their level. Uh, Halsey said at least two at least two seasons ago it went to the wire. We had a chance of staying up. Uh, so got my biggest fear is when not if we go down. Um, the club doesn't invest heavily in the team and we could suffer a double relegation. Any thoughts? I'll get your thoughts on that in a second. And then we'll go straight to Ryan. We'll go straight to your one straight after the um, next manager. Stuart Higgins, that's why we need a leader more than ever. Uh, we've got what crawl. We're, we're shit. Open goal. Just had um, to side foot it and missed. Uh, could not hit a cow's um, back, uh, backside with a banjo. Um, Cole, Mr. Cole Wilson, evening Cole. He says, how can we feel excited about next season when our main players will be Kuchka 
uh, cleverly Cathcart Gosling and a few under 23 players. Um, <laughs> he, he probably has got a point actually to a certain extent, but um, we'll go quickly go to this point. Where did I, when I thought, right. Okay. Do you think it, it's a case we have to, we have to do this sensibly, obviously not pay stupid money because we never did last time, obviously due to COVID pandemic. So we had those not excuses, but you had the reasons. So I could un fully understand that every club Adam, but, is there any um, possibility of a double relegation if this is not done properly? Like Sunderland, for instance. Yeah. I don't think you could... At this point in time, obviously, we don't know what players are going to be available, but a good mate of mine's a Baggies fan, and West Brom, as you see this year, went down, and, and they're kind of getting close to mid-table now. And uh, it... There's no guarantees. The championship is a bloody tough league. It's a good league, you know. And I think um, if the club invests wisely with the parachute stuff and all that, we, you know, we could do okay. But there are no guarantees, you know. It's it, it's too too early to say for me, Pidge. But I think we'll probably know more in the summer with the ins and outs, right? And who's running the show as well? Whoever we've got, like you say, the new manager. I've just got to run and grab a tissue, mate. I'll be a sec. No worries, mate. No worries. Um, yeah, we've got a few more people. Dino, I'll get your thoughts on this in a minute. Um, we've got a couple for you, mate. Um, this is, I met Dino. This is from Cole. Met Dino on Saturday. What a lovely bloke. Um, lies again, Cole. Um, to stop lying, Cole. That's, um, he's a, he's a horrible <laughs> bl bastard, really. Uh, Malcolm Williams to see a score against City would be great. And also, Halsey's... Um, apparently sat behind uh, behind your... Um, where Dino's bed was for many years. The... Uh, View of the um, old home end, the um, Vicarage Road Terrace. So, yeah, very much memories for many of us, mate. I used to sit on the, uh, if you're looking at it, the left-hand side near the, uh, nearer towards the floodlight, a floodlight pylon, um, shall we say. Not actually on it, but near the by there anyway. Um, I can't see a double relegation. Ryan saying uh, no chance as well. Yeah, no, look, you know, I think if it's not done properly, I think we'll be... Um, at worst below mid table, but we, we need to, we need to take stock in the summer, you know, move out, ship out a lot of players, get some revenue back and just see how it goes. But yeah, um, I don't see another relegation personally. Right. Okay. So, um, see. yeah, we've got all the, yeah, can't see a double relegation. Ryan, thank you very much, mate. Right. Okay. And also on the subject of Ryan, um, he's put next manager, Sean Dice, Diego Martinez, John Eustace, or Robert Page. Um, you know my my preference, but I'll let you boys um, jump in with your preferences. Dino, um, Wayne Rooney. I think he's done a cracking job at Derby with what he's had. You know, he's made them fight all the way. I always want a young manager. I know it's chucking him in the deep end. He's had a season in the championship. Fair enough, they're, they're going to get relegated. But, you know, he's he's made them fight all the way. It ain't really his fault with the points deduction. I, I Sod it, I'd love to, you know, I like all the others that are mentioned. I'd love Dice. But honestly, I'd, I'd take a chance on Wayne Rooney. Let him run the club. You know, he's done a great job. He ain't left them. They're still not relegated yet. They just beat Fulham. So he can obviously get them geared up for it. So, yeah, I'd take a punt on Wayne Rooney. Yeah, I'm not so sure about who and what, but definitely I do like the idea of a young guy coming in and just trying to rebuild the club. You know, 
a little bit more like that Brentford model, getting a younger guy in and, and, and making maybe a three-year plan. I mean, let's start with a bit of stability. Give a guy a bit of support and go from there. And uh, I don't know. I mean, it's interesting because usually the posos have already got somebody lined up sort of thing. But for me, yeah, I've never even thought about Rooney, to be honest, Dino, but... He has done extremely well. And the poor old Derby, if they had been stripped of their points, they would have been well safe. And they beat Fulham on Friday 2-1, which is no mean feat because they've been sensational this year. So, yeah, just give somebody a chance to, to start to build something. I think we're just all getting sick and tired of this bloody change. We need something. And I think that would really help all the fan base, the, the club, start again, clean slate, move forward and, and back the manager and don't bloody interfere. I mean, if you watch the old Cluffy film, you know, when, when Cluffy was in charge at Derby, he was, and he's been interviewed or was interviewed over the years many times. And he said, there are a lot of directors out there, CEOs, who think they know how to run a football club. And they don't. They don't. You know, they've got the money to, to help the football club, but it should be down to, and it, I think we're all on the same, singing from the same song sheet. It should be down to the manager to pick the team, recruit as well right they're the ones who know where the gaps are in the team so anyway i'm shut up i'm rambling <laughs> no 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 go keep going ahead mate that's absolutely fine um uh before i look i'll i'll add my little bit in i've i've said it if we could i don't think it'll happen it's actually a cracking choice by you uh dino with rooney to be fair i think that's more realistic than the one i was going to go for but you know what i said i wanted the link between um, John Owen and Jimmy and I wanted Rob Page and I wanted Gibbo as his assistant. I know that's probably not going to happen. Um, that's my personal choice. If it wasn't, um, if we did get Diego Martinez, and I did say I'd have Sean Dyche back, um, uh, Dyche back in a heartbeat, to be fair, um, just certainly for the championship. And look, he's kept, you know, it's not great football, but he, he's got, he's kept him up there and he did well at Burnley when they were down there, to be fair. Eustace would be a decent one, but I think he needs an experienced um, head coach alongside him. So he's the manager and you get a head coach alongside him. Pagey would be excellent. That's my number one choice. But Diego Martinez, if he did come, apparently we're under Granada. He worked under um, a low budget. He likes working with um, the kids as well, which ticks that ticks that box as well. So that would be a good one. Um Whatever happens, we need a clean, clean sweep, clean slate, and yeah, we just need to we need to start again. To be fair, and like Darren said, and you, you said this as well, Dino, in the past, but like Darren highlighted today, we need to give him a three year contract or at least a clear plan and say, right, you mould you mould the team how you want. And like Simon Jordan has said, he's a he's a chairman. He doesn't need to be around the training ground. The only thing he needs to see, and he's absolutely right, is what's produced on a Saturday. And he says, if I've got a problem, I'll go to my manager. That is a proper chairman. I'm sorry, a lot of people don't like um, Simon Jordan, very outspoken. But that is, a, I mean, if you we had a chairman like that, it'd be absolutely amazing. That's all he wants to do. He doesn't want to be seen around the training ground. Let the manager or the head coach coach and run the team. Just let him get on with it. He comes to you if he needs a, if he's got a problem or the chairman's got a problem. And that's what the... Um, the Pozzos or certainly Duxbury and his um, directors of football and people like that need to do as well. Just leave the head coach to, he to coach, like if it was Rooney for argument's sake, and just let him give a clear plan and say, right, build the team in your own making and build us up. So if we do have an opportunity to go back up, 
we're better equipped. We've got more of a long-term vision, a long-term plan. And let's not let's not pull the trigger too quickly now. And I think as a fan base, a lot of people, not most, but there's a few people then will accept that there's a longer plan and won't call for manager's head straight away, which we've all done in the past, including myself. So I'm not going to be a hypocrite there. You know, we've all done that. But if we see a long-term plan being built, there's going to be more patience, especially with the borders, you know, as at the moment there certainly isn't. Um, right. Okay. We've got about five minutes ago. We've got a couple of points so we need to get through them. Um, I've put a few up with a lot of people agreeing with your mate with Rooney um, Stuart and Ryan have come up with um, have agreed with you as well. Cole says this is going to be 30 million down uh, to start with the last time we've got a loan out to cover the shortfall. So we have to sell 30 million pounds worth of players just to make the shortfall. I think we will do that. We'd like to see Gebo involved in some way and possibly Troy also involved. Um, we don't have a manager, we have a head coach. It can change, actually. If we have a manager and then a head coach alongside him, that could actually work if they go restructure it slightly. Um, but, yeah, at the moment, we have got a head coach. Um, who would want to come to Watford, though? Uh, not knowing if they will survive a few months if results don't go their way with the owners, what the owners want. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's just... Uh, it's just one of those things we need to, we need, like Darren said, we need to give them a vision. We need to give them some sort of, um, you know, it doesn't, it's not pressure. It's not as pressured. So then he has got that time to blood those youngsters. Cause at the moment they've got, they're under so much pressure. They don't want to take that risk of bringing a youngster can potentially destroy the player's career and also their own in, at the club, because if they don't perform, then they've lost out, haven't they? Right. Okay. So with the season nearly, uh, with, um, with our season nearly over, do we let Roy um, have until the end of the season or get a new head coach in ASAP? Personally, um, let Roy have till the end. That's from Woody. Uh, what do you reckon, boys? Um, and then we'll go on about um, when will Shivalta leave as he'd been responsible for the recruitment. But uh, yeah, as regards Woody's question, um, do you think we'll wait until the end of the season with Roy or do you think it's the time to move him on and bring in the head coach so at least he's got, say, five or six games just to see what he's having to deal with for next season? Uh, for me, I think I, I would just see out the season with Roy and Ray. That's just my take on it. I would, um, uh, and then from the summer, build build completely afresh, clean ship, like people have said, and start all over again. Um, I don't know. I know a couple of people have mentioned Daichi. Just on that, years back, my mate John, who was a director, whoops, a director of really? wine. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> He was a director of a wine company, and by a bizarre twist of events, he ended up being given um, these kind of executive tickets to go and see a Burnley game. And afterwards, he had a 20-minute chat with Daichi. One of the funny things was he said, to, he said, you know, what's a good pub in Burnley? And Daichi said to him, there are no good pubs in Burnley. So you've got to go about 15 miles out to the villages, and they're lovely, but don't go. But he was on about, he talked about Watford, and he said, he could never come to a club like Watford because of the instability of, of the leadership at the top. And I thought, yeah, don't blame you, mate. You know, I, I personally feel for the guy, actually, just on that. I think what Burnley done was shocking, but um, it, it happens, right? But, uh, yeah, no, for me, stick with the two guys for now and then clean break in the summer. Yeah, definitely, mate. Scott, uh, Mr. Scott, uh, Dino, just before we go on this, Scott, can you hear me, mate? Scott? Hello, boys. How are we? Hello, mate. This is Chippy from Soccer AM, or formerly Soccer AM, shall we say? Or is that changed? You've just been to the FA Cup semi-final as well, mate, haven't you? 
I have, yeah. Were you there? Or you, no, I assume not. But no, no, no. I'm, I'm still, um, I'm still getting getting upset over the game yesterday, mate. But um, yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, I'll, I'll get you to plug plug your fantastic channel soon, mate. But um, from what you've seen from afar with Watford, mate, um, what have you made of this season? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I was. I don't know. I was, I, I was hanging. Or uh, as you may know, I might do. I do the stuff with Tube as well. So I was up yeah. with um, Ben Foster a couple of weeks ago, and sort of he <laughs> didn't really know either. I know that he's loving life, or like he's still loving playing football, um, and wants wants the best for Watford. But I don't really really know. I think you guys are in the position to be able to say where where it may or may not have gone wrong this season. What what are your thoughts? Yeah, yeah, we've um, discussed this slightly, mate, and uh, yeah, we're not we're not too um, not too happy about it, put it that way. But um, yeah. yeah, you you spoke to Ben, mate. Um, what's yeah? What yeah. can you share any of his thoughts or what he thought of how's it how's it gone? In terms of how it's gone, I, I think he's obviously at a stage of his <laughs> career where he just understands football is. I, I don't, I just, yeah, sorry, I don't know. I think of the best way to put it up. No, not really. I, I think he's just understanding that the teams that they played have been maybe better on the day this season. I know yesterday's probably um, unfortunate. Or what, what was the Watford's fan take on yesterday for Brentford against Brentford? Go on, Dino. You you can you can say. Oh, mate. Have I missed a rant or? No, no, that's um, fine, mate, but I'll let Dino answer that. <laughs> Just saying mistakes, not learning from mistakes, poor marking, yeah. don't want it. Giving players like Ericsson too much room, too much quality. Keep giving away stupid free kicks and like every game, get punished eventually. And you yeah. keep giving quality like that. We keep getting punished and basically crap marking all seasons. So pretty much the same every week. Accepting yeah. that, yeah, going going down now or is it still, still hope, yeah. And straight back up? Uh, if we sort it out properly, then we've got a chance. I don't necessarily think we will. As long as we have a good go and then we beat beat the scum twice in a row, I'll be happy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just don't lose those scumbags, as all I can say. Um, right, we'll go on to the topic. And I'll see if, um, see if we can get Scott's thing. Oh, just before, mate, plug uh, plug your channel, mate. Um, you should, and what yeah. are you doing at the moment, mate? Because I ain't spoken to you for years. Yeah, I know. Yeah, good, good to see you. So it's random just jumping into a, a live no, right, environment. Everyone's yeah. welcome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank you. Um, so yeah, my channel is based around non-league, so where we first met at Hamilton Town um, and, and the non-league scene. And it was based at the start of the pandemic. Uh, myself and, and Curly, who also works at Soccer AM, or still works at Soccer AM, I've not been there for five years now. Um, but we, we want, like everyone, wanted a little side hustle or something to do during the pandemic, and we thought we'd try our hand at YouTube um, and, <laughs> and content. Um, and yeah, we, we had a passion for travel, we had a passion for sport, football, and we couldn't travel anywhere. So we thought we'd try the lower league football and sort of give that a platform, which obviously using our experience from Soccer AM and sort of creating that sort of entertainment based football product. Um, for many years, we try and put that into non-league football. So we created Location Football, um, which was sort of a travel travel channel at the start, but it's properly now all non-league and we love it. We're like going to at least a game a week and sort of 
sort of trying to promote those stories, which you know at every non-league level, at every non-league club, everyone has a, a club hero um, and a story to tell. That's very different as well. We'll go to yeah, multiple clubs at the same level, but they're all very different clubs. Um, and we're just trying to promote that really. So yeah, get subscribing to Location Football on YouTube. Brilliant, mate. I saw the St. Albans one. That was brilliant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really cool. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, there's so many different stories on there. So yeah, I highly recommend you check out my channel. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Right, I'll let you I'll let you get off, mate, but I'll I'll speak to you, I'll speak to you in the week. Um, and I'll definitely yeah. get you on again, fella, if you if Yeah, you want. no. Thank you for having me on for yeah. No, no, brilliant, mate. Yeah, hopefully I'm not just brief. hanging outside Wembley. Yeah, we've got, I can just, I've got Wembley there in the background. I don't know if you can see the art. No, no, uh, brilliant, mate. Yeah. Thank, yeah, thank you very much, mate. And I'll, I'll, sp I'll speak to you. It's been um, too long, mate. So we need to get you back on, mate, and yes. have a good chat. Are you still in the Hemel? Yeah, definitely. Of course, mate. Yeah. You know, you can't take him out the boy. <laughs> 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 no, love it. Okay. Catch up with you soon, boys. Good to see you, Dean. Good Cheers, you, mate. Cheers, Scott. Yeah, nice good to see you, mate. See ya. <laughs> yeah. That's brilliant, Scott. Mr. Lavelle, Chippy, as we called him at Emil Town. Right, okay, final point, because we have to get off, um, well, pretty much now, but we'll quickly get get over to this, because Brian's post this up. Um, will um, Will Giretta leave? Um, has he been responsible for the recruitment? Um, personally, yeah, get him out the door and get that clown Duxbury out the door, as far as I'm concerned. But that I'm not going to rant about that, because I've already bitch-wined enough in the last week about that. But... Um, I'll get your guys' thoughts on that and obviously everyone who's still watching out there. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree with you there, Pidge. Sadly, I can't see it happening, but I think, like I've said before, when you're running a business, you've got to look at your business model and see what works and what doesn't work. And, and this has not worked for a couple of years now and they need to change it. If, they, if, if you want, you know, the definition of madness, if you keep doing the same thing and expect different results, then it's a sign of madness. And that's exactly what club's got right now they need to need to not just clean ship with a few footballers but uh look at themselves at the, at the boardroom level as well that's just my take do you know yeah pretty much i'm going to stop just agree with darren there he's right that do me <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely mate and um apologies if we skipped over that a bit too quickly we've run over but Guys and girls, thank you ever so much. And um, we've flashed up all the comments. Apologies if we didn't shower every single one, but I've made sure we flashed up, uh, flashed up every single one. So um, we will see you next week. Obviously, we'll be previewing the game Friday night um, as we play the City at the weekend. So we'll get all your opinions, all your score predictions, everything else in between. As we hope we can produce some kind of performance, um, at least against City at the empty ad. Um, so let's see um, what we can do, or shall we say Chelsea reserves at the empty ad? Um, well, the, the fans of the, the yeah, the Man City fans are basically Chelsea fans anyway, aren't they? But there you go. I'll save the insults until Friday. So I'll be myself, um, Danny, um, Super Danny Iron, and hopefully Chris Sanchez. All these boys making great progress. That's really, really, really good and um, positive news. That's probably the best thing to come out of this weekend is knowing that his boys. Um, almost back to full fitness. So um, love, love, thoughts and prayers going out to Chris Sanchez and the family. Right. Okay. So um, like we said, Friday night, there's obviously Saturday at seven. Um, we've got all your opinions on the fans verdict. That's where you give all your um, opinions on the game against City. And then, then um, 
the three amigos will be back on Sunday, uh, seven o'clock again. So how predictable is that? But Sir Ray's on tomorrow night. Um, I believe seven thirty to eight thirty. I'll get him to um, obviously he'll be on live um tomorrow morning, no doubt to um let you know about that. That's him on his personal profile. Right, guys and girls, thank you ever so much. Um, you've been beautiful, we've been TMA. It's good night from the young man. Yeah, it's good night from Darren. And good night from uh... <laughs> yeah, the, the, the pitch. See you later, guys. <laughs>